Section 29 of Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves. Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Margaret Lang. Slave Narratives A Folk History of Slavery in the United States From Interviews with Former Slaves Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various Section 29 Plantation Life in Georgia An Interview with Midge Burnett, 80 years old, of 1300 South Bloodworth Street, Raleigh, North Carolina I was born in Georgia 80 years ago, the son of Jim and Henrietta Burnett, and the slave of Mars William Joyner. I worked on the farm during slavery times, among the cotton, corn, and sugar cane. The work wasn't so hard, and we had plenty of time to have fun and to get into meanness. That's why Mars William had to have so many patrollers on the place. Mars William had near 300 slaves and he kept seven patrollers to keep things going even. The slaves ain't run away. Nah, sir, they ain't. They knows good things when they sees them, and they ain't leaving them nutter. The only trouble was that they was crazy about good times, and they'd shoot craps or bust. The patrollers would watch all the paths, leaving from the plantation, and when they catch the nigger leaving, they'd whoop em and run em home. As I said, the patrollers watched all paths, but there was a number of little paths what run through the woods that nobody ain't watched, cause they didn't know that the pass was dire. On moonlight nights, you could hear a heap of voices, and when you peep over the dike, there am a gang of niggers a shooting craps and betting everything there's store from the plantation. Sometimes a pretty yellow gal or a fat black gal would be there, but mostly it would be just men. There was a river nearby the plantation, and we niggers swum there every Saturday, and we'd fish there a heap, too. We catched a big mess of fish every week, and these came in good and helped save the rations to boot. That's what Mars William said, and he believed in having a good time, too. We had square dances that last all night on holidays, and we had a Christmas tree and an Easter egg hunt and all that. "'cause Mars William intended to make us a civilized bunch of blacks. "'Mars William ain't never hit one of us a single lick "'to the day when he heard that the Yankees was coming. "'One big nigger jumps up and squalls, "'Lord, bless the Yankees!' "'Mars yells back, "'God damn the Yankees!' "'and he slaps Big Moses a somersault right out in the door. "'Nobody else wanted to get slapped, "'so everybody get out and darn in a hurry.' And nobody else didn't say any Yankees to the master. Even when somebody see the Yankees coming, Moses won't tell the master about it. But when Master Williams was hill tied twixt two of them big husky Yankees, he cussed him as hard as he could. They carries him off and they put him into jail in Atlanta. They keeps him for a long time. After the surrender we left there and we moved to Star, South Carolina. Well, I still works round on the farm. I stayed on there till fifty years ago when I married Roberta Thomas and we moved to Raleigh. We have five chillins. We's mighty proud of them. 
But since I had the stroke, we has been fair and bad, and I was hoping to get my old age pension. End of section 29